0: start a business without If you have started one, go back to God. He will tell you how to win. Let me tell you something. There is a quality between you and God. When you identify with him, you are just a period. The Bible says he that is joined together with God becomes one spirit yeah, with emotional with God. And you know that there is a father uh, that sits on the throne and there is no storm that can shift him. That's seated in heavenly places with such a father. Then every trouble on this earth becomes your full something on um, I started a series on intimacy and what we try, want to try and achieve is that we want to have a personal walk with God, an individualistic um, walk with God, a walk of faith. Um, just like it's recorded in the scripture that God is known as the God of Abraham, God of Isaac, God of Jacob, a God who came as Jesus Christ, He can also be your personal God. I know that you say he's your God, is your personal God. Um, it is true that your personal God, but you have to know him and relate with him at that level, all right? You have to know him because there are certain challenges you will go through that will be personal to you. There are certain issues that you have that will be personal to you. You need a God, all right, that you know that you know will be always be there, all right? There are some things that you will need that is like, I mean, you know that God must defend you. God must promote you, God must speak for you in high places. You need to have a personal God, a God that, you know, will relate with you um, and you'll be intimate, um, that intimate with him, okay? Uh, that is quite important, that is quite important. Um, you can start with the God of your father, but you see, you must continue um, as the God of your father, also as your own God, all right? that is very important. If pastor says, if I say, you know, God told me this, you must also be able to say, God told me this. And I believe that in the course of the series, we'll be able to learn or refresh our memory again on how to be led by the Spirit, how to identify God's voice and that But then let's look at certain things that are very important. So on Wednesday, um, I started asking questions, who is God to you? I said, introduction to God by the Spirit. And there are three major our uh, personalities, basically, um, that reveal God, or characters or personalities that reveal God. The Word, uh, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. Um, every other thing, too, can talk about God, describe God, can tell us who God is, the nature, the firmament. The, I mean, if you're in the plane, you see, you know, things, and then you know that, no, there, there must be a supreme being that is behind it. Now, but you see, we have to go beyond that. We have to think it beyond that. We have to understand what Jesus Christ has come to tell us that this is God. Jesus Christ exemplifies God, represents God. Jesus Christ is the express image of God. The same thing according to the Word of God. The Word of God reveals who God is, not just what God has. He reveals who God is. And when it comes to intimacy, you are not really concerned about... What the person has for you first and foremost, you are just relating and you are in love with the person, just you are just okay with the person, with the personality of the person. That's the first thing. You know, you relate with the person. I mean, I compare it with the love of a um the love of a couple, you know, and I said that's the love that the father has for the church, that the church is the bride, and then Christ, um know that the same way God has called us into um, a deeper fellowship with him, into fellowshipping with him. He wants us to be able to relate with him. He's so much concerned about every detail. You heard in that drama that I've told you to cast your cares upon me. So there are tasty things we worry about, alright, that if we have certain understanding we won't worry about them at all. You will know that they've been taken care of And not that they've just been taken care of. You know that your own Lord as touching that area is settled. And he tried to show us some of these drama stories, symbols, shadows in the Old Testament. That if people who who related with me as if they were slaves. Who related with me not having that revelation of a father, fatherhood. You know, could still enjoy my blessings in the wilderness like this. How much more you that you are children of God. Now, even in the Old Testament, he referred to them in, as a father. And then he tries to refer to them as children. He said, my children who have raised, nurtured, and they become rebellious. He said that in Isaiah chapter 1. He tried to relate with them as a father, but they couldn't relate with him, you know, as a father. He tried to relate with them as his children, but they couldn't relate with him as their father. But I want you to understand this, but despite that, there are still some things they enjoy. It was their rock in the wilderness that gave them water. You see? It was the pillar of fire that led them by the night. It was the cloud that led them by the day. It was to them, Jehovah Nizi, Jehovah Rapha, God our healer, according to, you know, Exodus chapter 15, verse 26. He was to them, Jehovah Nisi. Those were the of who he was in the Old Testament. And then in the Old Testament, he was revealed to Moses, according to Exodus chapter 3, as the I am. After Moses related with him, you know, he caught his attention through the bush burning, and then the leaves didn't, you know, um, get consumed. And then, you know, the leaves were not consumed. And then Moses gave him his attention. And then he started speaking to Moses through the, um, through the, um, the, the burning uh, bush. And then he told him to remove his shoes. And then he told him he has heard the prayer, the cry of his people. And he's going to send him to undertake a task to deliver them. Moses have always known that there is a, there is a mandate for me to defend Israel, to defend the Israelites. And you know, he, he, he made a mess of it because he went about it the kind of way. All right? He went about it as if it was an ambition, not a vision from heaven. So he wasn't ready. He didn't have the capacity. He didn't have the competence. He, was not be, he has not been groomed. He has not been raised, you know, like a son who could take the baton, you know, of, of, of vision, of grace. So he needed to go through all those things. But when he made an attempt to fulfill that will... He killed someone. And then when he killed someone, he became a problem. And when that problem started, he fled. So, he fled, but then God was waiting for him where he went to. And then God now humbled him. He got married, um, and it was, I mean, you would have thought that everything is over concerning Moses. For 40 years, he was away. And then he was tendering, cattle tendering. You see, let me tell you something. God can be very patient with you. Some of you, you have struggling with a number of things. He's just looking at you. Um, and at the same time, grooming you, and then you are growing. When it's time for him to send you, then he will be so much bold to send you because he's gonna send you with an approval. If you understand, can, can you say amen? amen? He's gonna send you with an approval. The same way he stood with Jesus, Bible says he grew in grace, in wisdom, and all that and stature all right he didn't send him to die at the age of 12 he didn't send him to die at the age of 15 all right i mean he he could have probably made a mess of it he might not have been able to withstand certain things if at the age of like 33 thereabouts he was still praying that lord if this cup might pass over me for you to see the agony the, 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 the agony that he, he already perceived. Bible says he prayed that the sweat was like that of blood. People that he said they should pray with him. They could Have you ever been that weak that you want people to pray with you? Have you ever been that you know, sorrowful, full of agony, and you want people to pray with you, and they are waiting for you to bless them? Praise God. Do you understand what I'm saying? They are waiting for you. To solve problems for them. Now, uh, he he, he said they should pray. I mean, can't you watch for an hour? They didn't know what was going to happen. Because that was actually what he came for. So look at the Moses. Moses said that a prophet will be raised. That is like me among you. So you can see Moses being the deliverer in in Egypt. And Jesus Christ also being the uh, deliverer. Uh, from the kingdom of darkness to that of light all right you could compare it so you could learn what Jesus Christ couldn't document about himself from the life of Moses glory to God Bible says Moses brought love Jesus brought grace and what and truth but you see these two people it took God time to raise them and to you know prove to them and to send them so why moses was listening to god he threw down his rod became snake he himself was afraid god said grab him by the na- snake by the um, nail um, um by the tail rather and then he became a rod back and then he said put your hand you remember he was just having a single one-man ministers conference with god and that's what we call intimacy Intimacy is what takes you, you know, it's now that you have turned things upside down, and you see a man having sex with three, four women at the same time. Are you getting what I'm saying? I've never heard of that until recently. And then, you know, everything that you call a consummation of love in a deeper way is always in a secret place. Praise God. And that is why it's those who are not, I mean, those who are having sex, you know, in, even in marriage is a secret place and then outside marriage premarital sex people do it in a secret place and they still keep it secret secretly secret because as if God is not aware are you getting what i'm saying so bulk of the things that happen between you and God that will produce what the world is expecting will be born out of the secret place are you getting what i'm saying i mean in, in Matthew chapter six i want to believe verse six or thereabout, he said you pray to God you pray to God then he said Matthew 6 6 but you when you are when you pray go into your room and when you have shut your door pray to your father can you see what it says there he pray to your father somebody say I pray to my father, to my father. now is he your father yes. answer me is he your father yes. good now somebody say we pray to our father I pray to my father Now, you see, you should have a relationship, you should have a revelation that he is our father. If you believe that, can you say amen? He is our father. Then, you should take it deeper and know that he is your father. So, look at it, he said, but you, 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 you others they go outside trying to prove and show to people that they are religious and they should be respected they are sacred people they are holier than thou but you when you pray look at what it says when you pray go into your room this is intimacy go into your room go into your room and when you have shut your door pray to your father who is in the secret place now when he say when you have shut your door you say nobody should be able to get an entrance gain entry into that your house, into that your room. Nobody should be able to distract you. Nothing, nobody. Now, our contemporary version of this place is not just shutting your door, you shut your phone, praise God. Because somebody can call it. A message can come uh, up. We were talking about intimacy. (laughs) Praise the Lord. I mean, if you are married, you have a bit of idea of, except if you have committed sin before. So you know, that this thing we are talking about is not things that you want, you know, external person to be part of it. It's a private that's why you know God on a custom you know God on a customized level. You know how he smells, you know what he wants. when he relates with you, you know his body language, and you get what I'm saying. There is a kind of when things are not right, there are times that you have not even committed any offense, God is telling you, guy, things are not okay with you. Because he knows what is about to come. And you are not yet ready. You are not prepared to meet what is about to come. But that's how he relates with you. Do you know he can relate with you to the extent that, for example, he he, he demonstrated with Moses. Listen to this. If you don't know how he relates, he told Moses, he said, what's that in your hand, rod? Put it down. He became snake. Do you know when they got to Pharaoh? Aaron, his brother, had rod. If you hear throw rod down, you know you could have thrown your own down because your own has worked before. Do you know he didn't throw his own down? These people knew God to the extent that they knew him when he's speaking, he spoke specifically. This is So look at it. Herod threw it down his rod. Telerod. Now look at it. But you, when you pray, go into your room and when you have shut your door, pray to your father who is in the secret place. And your father who sees in secret, will reward you where? Openly. So, have you noticed that when you see a pregnant woman, that's an open reward. Do you have an idea of what I'm saying now? When you see babies and boys and girls running up and down, that's an open reward. Of what has happened in the what? Secret place. And that's just, that's just easy. When you see a man who is married and is happy, that's an open reward of what has happened in the secret place. And in the secret place, it's not just about sex. It, there are so many things. It's just that sex is what gum people and is what consummates the marriage. Listen to me. Oh. Don't marry if you don't have plan to have sex. Remain the way you are. let me tell you in this church. If you are a guy, you are impotent. Come, we will, I will pray with you in the secret place. So that you can have a successful secret place. You cannot pretend. Listen, there are so many things people are doing now. You cannot present and say that I'm going into the marriage by faith. Your partner is not aware. You are the only one that is going by faith. If you tell your partner, your partner is aware and agree with you. And you go together into it by faith, you will say your partner also is aware. are you go there and you say you are going by faith. I, I heard a story of somebody like that. Who is impotent. The same me that joined you. In fact, this time, I might not be physically present, I might just be on phone. You cannot quote whatever God put together, no, whoever, um, what God has joined together, let no man what? When he was going to join you together, it was man he used. When he says when no man, is in the context of intruder. Are you getting what I'm saying? When he was going to join you together, it was man. So you can't use this scripture against the one that God has used to join you together. And that joining together is not is not God that join you because one of you was off. Are, are you getting what I'm saying? One of if I don't tell you this kind of thing, there are so many things that people are perpetrating, it, that, that, and they will tell you that it's in the in is is by faith. Just like somebody told me, say, I want to join the diaspora group by faith. I said, you that you have you have not left the faith. You are joining the diaspora group by Even if you are at, at, at ikeja we'll say we say you are close to Morita La Mohamed airport. If you are in Abuja, you're saying that you are joining, joining what by faith. If you are there, we'll oh, know. That's how I caught two people with Nigerian number. I asked one, I said, which state are you now? Say, I'm in Abuja. I thought United States, you say you are in Nabi Okuta. Which state of the United States I am in Nabi Okuta? He said, but I'm planning, you know, I'm re-. i say, uh, I said, I said, okay. I said, when you go, let me know. I will hide you. But now, you have to leave the page, you know, humbly, honorably, by yourself. It wasn't only one or two persons that I caught like that. That they had to, do you understand, leave the, you get. You can not be saying that, you know, you can have faith. But when, when we are talking about his reality, there are certain things must be functioning. That this I- criteria for getting into marriage is not that you just see God clearly. It <coughs> must be working. Praise God. Allah, <laughs> <laughs> his grace, have you? that brought power. Based on the love of guys through the joy in the Holy Ghost, <laughs> 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 by the Excellency of the Spirit, alright, right. <laughs> all alright, So now, now, he said, look, it has to be me and you, in the, in the secret place. So there's such a thing like that I- intimacy that we should enjoy, alright, um, in God. And so, to Moses, Moses now asked, okay, after everything Ah Moses, time, he asked, he said, if I go to these people, how will I don't realize which God? Who 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 will I tell them? Send me. He said, Tell them I am. I am. Sometimes I feel when I read the scripture that God doesn't have a perfect name. Let me just put it that way. It's difficult for him to describe himself and uh, summarize everything about himself, and put it as a name. Are ah, you getting what I'm saying? That is why he says I put my word above my word, because in my word, you can try and assess more details. You get it. You, t- you assess more descriptive, you know, um, stuff, descriptions, and uh, more details about me in the word. So, but then he says, who should I say, sent me, and he says, I am that I am Yahweh and that word I mean in the simple terms is also referred to Jehovah as Jehovah and so throughout the Old Testament and even some part of the New Testament you will see Jehovah Chikino, Jehovah Shabbat, Jehovah Shama, Jehovah Shalom, Jehovah um, Mizi, Jehovah Roy, Jehovah Rapha, so Every time he reveals himself to them about who he is, all right, there is a way he reveals himself to them. And then they come up with a name that describes his personality, his capacity, his character and competence. Now those are the four basic things that the name of God, you know, tries to explain. He tells us who God is. He tells God, uh, us what God thinks or how he behaves, his character. And he tells us his ca- the capacity of God. When God says, I can close the earth, you know that he has the capacity to close the earth. When God says, I can open it and nobody will be able to shut it, you know he has the capacity. I and mean, he demonstrated it in many ways. Opened the Red Sea, closed the Red Sea, did so many wonders, punished them in Egypt. And then, the competence of God, the manifestations of his goodness, the manifestations of his blessing. He said, if you, if you, when you eat and you are satisfied, it means God will never serve you food and you will not be satisfied. You see. He said, when you have built goodly houses, if it's God that is giving you the house, it will be a good house. You see. Goodly houses. When we talk about goodly houses, there are houses and there are goodly houses. There are houses, there are houses. So he said, I am that I am. And so all over the word, I am just means the Lord. The Lord. Now, I want you to understand something. Throughout the scripture, the Lord the same yesterday, today and forever. The Lord in the time of Moses, the Lord in the times of uh, Abraham, the Lord in the times of um, Isaac, Jacob, the Lord in times of Joseph is the Lord during Isaiah. King Cyrus, all of them, he's still the Lord now. The Lord Jehovah. The Lord Yahweh. Let nobody talk you out of it. Bible says he's same yesterday, today and forever. He said I'm the God of Abraham Isaac and Jacob. He said this is my name forever. So that means whatever is attached to that name Whatever capacity, competence, and everything attached to that name, as Bible says that Abraham is blessed, in him all the families of the heads will be blessed. Whoever is blessed, I I mean, this is how he put it. He said, if you have the faith of Abraham, you are as blessed as Abraham. There's still a connection to that same God now that changed the life of Abraham. Are you getting what I'm saying? He's still the same God. Abraham has long gone, but he's still the same God. And that God of Abraham is your God. Because you look at Abraham as one big, broad-chested, wide-bended, big-headed father. That is too big for you to have inside you. He's still (laughs) the same God. He's still the same God. When you read of some things that happen in the scripture, you cannot imagine the same God lives inside you. You cannot imagine it. And that is why it was the rock that followed them. David had that revelation. He said, it is the rock of my salvation. The rock that followed them. They were texty. And then they eat the rock, spoke to the rock, and then the rock supplied water. He's the one that gave them manna in the Scripture in the wilderness. And that he created oven, created kitchen in the wilderness and supplied them food. Have you ever, see, you know that they leaving, the the way they left Egypt, there was no preparation. There is none of you that will go on a journey that you are not returning back. Let's say you are leaving Nigeria and you are not returning back. You'll have been planning it ahead. Some of you have been planning your, your exit from this nation since the day you were born. Is that funny? Because when, you, when we interrogate some, he said, you know, my father had planned to stay in Spain. I don't know what happened. I think because of the wedding, marriage to my mom, you know, they came home and they couldn't go anywhere. And then, ah, I've always felt it. See, I can't remember uh, that uh, I'm supposed to be in Europe. So, it, somewhere in your heart is there. And it's in some people's earth that we were here to stay to do many things. And for your information, boats must be led by God. You must be led to stay. And you must be led to go. I hope that is clear. It must be something that comes from your intimacy with God. Else if you stay, those who go will come back and take you off the queue and put you at the back. If you are staying, you must create a soft landing for whoever is coming. If you create a soft landing for whoever is coming, that means you are in charge. You are in dominion. Praise the Lord. Are you still here? So you say, I am that I am. And so we know to them, is referred to as Jehovah Rapha. Exodus 15, 26, the God that heals. Is Jehovah Nisi, the Lord their banners, when they won the Amalekites, is ultimately known as Yahweh, the Lord God, our healer. Yahweh is the Lord, the Lord. So there are two dimensions of the Lord. There is a dimension of the Lord, the master, the master healer, the master provider, the master um, promoter, the master banner, the master supplier, the master sufficiency, the master this, the master that. Go and check it that's what it means the word the Lord is master that look let me tell you there is nothing there is nobody else that master this thing except me who is the creator if I create this life I master I am a master in charge of it and there is this other dimension of the Lord Yahweh that is referred to now as the master as the father there is the master There is the Father. And I will show you clearly in the scripture. But you see, most of us, we relate only on one side, as the master. And that is why most of the time, you don't feel sufficient of yourself. You don't feel justified in yourself. You feel that anytime anything go wrong, you have disobeyed the master. You feel that anytime you pray and you are not getting anything, it might be that the master is angry, or there is a principle of the master that you have refused to actually apply. It. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, people religiously is in our subconscious that God, though God is a, is Jehovah, but we relate with him as I am that I am the master. <laughs> but you see, we cannot have intimacy with God, the master. We can only have a... That's why they couldn't have intimacy with him. He did so many things. He opened the rest for them. They couldn't be intimate with him and be free with him. The next moment, they are talking anyhow. He gave them food in the wilderness. The next moment, they are talking anyhow. He gave them water when they were thirsty. The next moment after that, they are talking anyhow. In fact, he got to a point, God said, let me wipe them out. Moses had to pray and defend and intercede for them. <laughs> When you refer to Jesus as intercessors, Holy Spirit as intercessors, Moses. So you could see Jesus in that realm. And then God said, the way, okay, I've heard your prayer. They will get to the Canaan land, the promised land. But, what they have said into my ears, so will I do, it's impossible for me not to do what they are saying to me. It's impossible. So they related with God. He wanted to relate closely with them, but he couldn't. Because they were not ready to receive him. They see him as God of fire. They see him as God of thunder. They see him as God, one God. And that is what is obtainable in idolatry. If you see people who go to shrine, that is it. If you see those who are Islamic, that is it. If you see Hindus, that is it. Anything that is outside the proper gospel of the Lord Jesus we bring idols to you that you will be paying homage and you will be paying, you will be subservient. It's only when it comes to Christianity and our faith that God said the same righteousness that I have is what I have given you. The same glory that I have is what I have given you. You have my grace, you have my same life, you have my same life, you have my same spirit, everything. We are not created to be subservient. Jesus left the Elohim. He made him a little below the angels, the Elohim, so that he could die for us. And when he died, we died with him. Because when he came to die for us, it's when he was made a little below the Elohim. So he humbled himself, submitted himself to the death on the cross. And when he died, we died with him. And when he was buried, we were buried with him. And the scripture says, when he was resurrected or raised from the dead, we were raised together with him. Do you know that as He ascended, we ascended with Him? And he seated at the right hand of the Father, we are seated with Him. Let me tell you something, there is equality between you and God. Are you getting what I'm saying? When you identify with Him, you are just inseparable. Bible says, he that is joined together with God, becomes one spirit with Him. If you are still here, can you say Amen. Somebody say one spirit. Say, I'm one spirit with God. Say it louder. Say it louder. I'm one spirit with God. Rejoice about it. Come on, give God a shout. Glory to God. Now, you see, some of these things, I don't want us to just have them as head knowledge. I want it experiential. That is why I ask the questions on Wednesday who is God to you? Who is God to you? You can begin to theologically sound so powerful. You say, God is the, the Kabos. God is, is El Kadash El El, El I'm be and am speaking of those things. All those things you are saying. Professors of religious studies know it. Do you know that those things that were documented were people's experiences? Do you know it was people's experiences? That Abraham brought his son to that month of Moriah. And it was to slaughter his son as God demanded. Bring your son the holy one you love. And the holy one. And he has taught Ishmael to go. Not that Ishmael is going to be a replacement. The holy one. And you know this one is a son of covenant. And God made a substitution. I said that's a lamb. Ah! He said this is Jaira. We sing a song. Jaira you are enough. You remember that song? Jaira, you are in all. We are singing the song of some people's experiences. Listen, there is nothing wrong in singing the song. You must experience experience it. Why are you singing the song? You are singing it to adore him and at the same time you are singing it to experience it. So immediately he said, the name of this place is Jairi, For God to have substituted, saved the life of the only begotten son that he has given me, he said, this is Jairi. In Genesis chapter 17 verse 1, he said, Abraham, 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 Abraham. I mean, if God were Yoruba three times. How many times did I call you? Abraham. He said, Abraham. But in Hebrew, they call twice too. Yoruba should call three times. But I think Hebrews too. Maybe three times. Or maybe seven. I don't know. When Abraham was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abraham and said to him, I am almighty God. Walk before me and be What? Anywhere God is saying I am, go and check it. Look at Jesus Christ, he came. Say, I am the living bread. I am the bread of life. I am resurrection and life. What else did he describe himself? I am what? The way, the truth and the life. I am good shepherd. I am chief cornerstone. Uh-huh. So you can see, I am this, I am that. But I want you to take note. We are not to relate with I am as, is, as if he's a master. We know he's the master of all. But we are to relate with him as a father. Give was Malachi chapter 1, verse, verse 5 or thereabouts, or verse 6. Verse 5 or verse 6. When Abraham. Your eyes shall see and you shall say, The Lord is magnified beyond the border of Israel. Yes, verse 6. Look at what it says. In this one scripture, a son honors his father. Can we read it together, everybody? One, two, three, go. Loud and clear. Yeah. A son honors his father and a servant his master. If then I am the father, where is my honor? And if I'm master, where is my reference? Says the Lord of hosts to you, priests who despise my name, yet you say, In what way have we despised your name? So God is saying, Master and what? and father. Yahweh is a master. Yahweh is a father. But when we are talking about intimacy, it can only happen in the secret place. And when you pray in the secret place, you don't pray to a master. You pray to who? To a father. If you understand it now, can you say amen? Amen. So personally, I know him as a caller, as my caller and sender. (laughs) See, Let me, if you don't know him as your caller and sender, it might be that your parents called you. It might be that your spiritual pastor called you. Are you getting what I'm saying? Especially if you are operating on an apostolic calling. He must be your father, your caller, and your sender. So, I know him experientially now. Not according to documents. Not according to the word. I know him experientially. He showed me that this is how you can have money. Without me, there is no money. For this question, he answered. For that question, he answered. Thank God I had those private, personal, no distraction moments with God. There are things that have happened afterwards. That if not for those things. I mean, there was the one I shared that I saw a vision that It's not, I can't pray for some things. I will only thank God for it and decree that Lord let the eyes, the blind of the eyes see, let the lame walk. Because there are certain things that he has shown earlier in intimacy with him. I mean, there was a time I went to pray. People don't know what, what I belong to or what department or something while I was a student. They say, are you a lawyer? Because I use almost everything in different departments to do illustration. So, because I stay with very intelligent people in the room. And, and when I say intelligent, it's as if they've selected us to put us in that room. Very intelligent people. Different departments. So people talk what is going on in their department. So when, they, when, when, I, when I speak, so people don't know. I will use philosophy. I will use law. I will use... Ah. So somebody told me, say, ah, are you in law? And then somebody said, ah, are you in medicine? So there are people who still call me Dr. T today. And I've corrected them. I was tired. Dr. So you know, one day I went to him. I said, God, I mean, some of you, when they are even giving you a false identity, you don't even talk to God about it. So I went to him and said, ah, God, engineer is what I. Ah, God said, ah, so I, are you an engineer? I couldn't answer. It's like, ah, God, what do you think? And God said, take a central position, cause all men and women to function and be fulfilled. He said, that's your assignment. Ah. I can't forget the sports today. I can't forget the experience today. That can only happen in intimacy. There was no other person there. You cannot start a business without intimacy with God. If you have started one, go back to God. He will tell you how to go about it. That is the truth. You can imagine if Moses had let Israelite out without God's order. No, no, no. Think about it. What do you think will have happened? All of them will have perished. All of them. Even if, if you, you are smart enough to calculate the dimensions of the Red Sea to, to do a bridge and you cross to the other side. And they crossed with you, you are still in trouble. The same God that said this, this road opened the Red Sea. When they passed and the people they were coming. It, ah, things are happening in the scripture. They are not things that oh, in the next one, one million years, you can imagine. There is no civilization that can tell you you open a race, you pass, and you close it back. There is no civilization. There is no wisdom. Check the scripture. The wisdoms there are eternal. They are eternal, and then they close it back. Those who lost their life, they lost their army. I mean, maybe probably that's why Egypt's army is one of the weakest armies now. But I don't know. But they lost, they lost all their army in that race. But. In the New Testament, in the New Testament, there is no time Jesus Christ will speak. He is introducing to you the Father. People were already tired. God himself was, was, he couldn't help people because they saw him as the Master. But in the New Testament, Jesus came to introduce to you the Father. And he came to introduce to you the Father, not just to introduce him to you, but to initiate you into the family. Jesus is God. He's the express image of God. Nothing was made that was made that was made without Jesus. Jesus is God. Holy Spirit is God. God came in human being to die in order to, be, to introduce us and initiate us into the realm of God. If you understand that, can you say amen? That is why in the book of Matthew chapter 6, when they ask him, teach us to pray, what is the first thing he says? What is the first thing he says? Our what? Father. That begins with intimacy, relationship. There is nothing, that, give us our bread this, this day, uh, forgive all our, everything is based on the fact that you have a one-on-one flow with God. If you are still here, can you say Amen our father, somebody say my father. my father, simple, in James chapter 1 verse 17, give us James chapter 1 verse 17, I mean Jesus Christ said many things, look at it, he's a consuming fire, he's a advocate, he's a comforter, he's a chief shepherd, he's the an alpha and omega, he's the an author and the finisher, if I ask you to start mentioning now, Somebody says, I mean, I know him as a sustainer, strengthener, rewarder, defender. Many things personally. Defender. In fact, there was a time God said, concerning this matter, don't say anything. Don't, he said you can't defend yourself. No, don't say anything. In fact, there was a time something happened to a mentor and then I was in a position to voice out, to correct some things and all that. Because anyone, uh, he said before he came out and became known. Who had been defending him? what will you do that's why it's good to listen you will just go and jump on matters that does not concern you Then we have been defending him he said don't worry leave it leave it one day they did something and i reached out to my pastor i said look at what these people are doing with your video it's on blog he said this is how the message spread look at our understanding he said those who didn't know about this thing i mean i said he was talking about prank that he, he was to do prank for somebody and the person came into the church an old man, 75 years old. Now, please, he had done the prank. And the man, that, the man, maybe, you know, the, ah, ah. the man is looking for the pastor. He said, ah, pastor, they're looking for the pastor. The, the pastor is not available or something. That is like a lion, and then people just cut that part and push it out. He said, this is how message spread. At least they will know I do prank. Although, ah, you know, your understanding and your perception will just be different about life. So, what the enemy meant for evil, he will turn it around because it's your father for your good. Look at what Joseph told his bro- his brothers. You look at what Joseph told his brothers. You can't go through what Joseph went through and not shoot all your brothers. As they come like this, say, eh? <laughs> the fact that they can't even recognize you is key. The fact that they can't recognize you means that your level has changed. They couldn't recognize Joseph. They don't even believe he was still alive. He parked them somewhere. Ah, no, Bible is deep, oh. Bible says he left them, he went inside, he cried. When he saw his brothers. I know that the, he will remember, he will have remembered their childhood, lifestyle, everything, Now the brotherhood, the father's love, everything, he lost all those things. Sold into slavery. He, ah, Bavulence. Po, po. But you know what, they, when, they were, when they, they were shocked, when he told them, this is Joseph. Uh, he said, what you people don't know is that what you planned for, that you meant for evil, uh, that God has sent me ahead to preserve you. Suppo- no wonder God showed him that revelation. You know, remember the vision. chapter 1 verse 17. Let's read it together. Everybody. 1, 2, 3, go. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of light with whom there is no variation or shadow of He comes from Father of who? Light. And we are the light. Ephesians chapter 5. Give us Ephesians chapter 5. chapter 5, I think that should be verse, uh, is it verse 8 or something, where he say we are children of light. For you were once darkness, let's read it loud and clear everybody, go. For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord, walk as children of, we are children of, can you say to yourself, hey, I am a child of light. If you're a child of light, the Bible says God is the father of light. You know what amazes me? Jesus Christ, all his miracles, once people by their faith receive miracles. You say, daughter, let it be unto you according to your what? Your faith. Or your faith as what? Made you. Do you know there are some people who couldn't get it for themselves? Jesus looked like a woman that was bent backward. Do you remember that story? He said, ought not the daughter of Abraham, the middle? It is, God operates more of a family than an enterprise. I don't know if I get what I'm saying. He operates more of a family stuff. Even if he does enterprise, it's a family enterprise thing. I want to believe that's where the Jewish people believe there is family business, family business, that's where they got it from. Because see, before you can be an adopted son, look at how he introduced Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ was baptized, raised from water, and then the Bible says, heaven opened, and there was a voice, the spirit came, and the voice came down, and the voice says, the voice says, this is my beloved son. In whom I am what? Well placed. So you know why? It takes a son to reproduce a son. I want you to get what I'm saying. You know? That is why in other religions, they can never have that intimacy. Muhammad was not the son of God. I love you listen you know? Jesus is the only, they even have a problem with him for calling himself son of God. I hope you know. You know why? In Jewish tradition, in Jewish tradition and culture, a son is equal to the father. A son and the father is one and the same. When they do adoption, there is something they call ceremony, just like you do freedom here or something like that. Adoption ceremony. The son will have been trained. The word used for it is Hughes. A trained child graduates as a son. So it's like a graduation ceremony. You bring that son out and announce publicly this is an adoption ceremony. This is my son in whom I am well pleased. It means everybody who do business with me can do business with him. Are you guessing what I'm saying? That's why Jesus Christ said, I can't by myself do nothing. I am a father We are one." John 10, 30. Anything I see my father do, I speak. I do. Everything is all about my father. I go to my father. This is my father. This is my father. He was saying my father, my father, my father till he died. When he was raised from the dead, guess what he told people that met him? He said, I now, uh, don't click. I'll meet you guys at the Galilee. I go to my father and your father. Before he died, he in my father. My father is in me and I am in him. So immediately he was raised from the dead. He has created an open room for everybody to come in. That's why Bible refers to him as the firstborn from the dead. Are you getting what I'm saying? He is God. In a way, can be referred to as your senior brother, the firstborn of the family. And whatever the firstborn will go forth to set the standard for everybody in the family. If the firstborn is rich, everybody is rich. If the firstborn is blessed, everybody is blessed. If the firstborn breaks through, everybody breaks through. Did Jesus break through? Is Jesus rich? Is Jesus blessed? Is Jesus healthy? Did he resurrect? Everybody in the family experienced the same thing. Are you getting what I'm saying? So we ride on the wings of the firstborn because it's a family heritage. He opened the veil for it. And brought everybody into the holies of holies. Where he has always been. Everybody must be here. And that is why you don't allow devil to talk you out of your heritage. You don't allow devil to make you feel like a slave. You grow up. Don't be a child. Don't just be a child. Be a son. Somebody who God has trained and raised. Corrected. Jesus, Bible says in Hebrew, chapter 12. He said, you are bastard if you cannot be corrected. Somebody who God has corrected. Proverbs, Solomon said, said, whoever God loves is the one that he chastises or corrects. So he will groom you. He will raise you. And then he will announce you to your world. This is my beloved son. So we have that relationship with him. Glory to God. Let me give you this scripture. Matthew chapter six, verse twenty-five. Matthew chapter six, verse twenty-five. Let me close because time is really, really good. Bible says, Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life, because you don't know you have God as your father, that's why you worry. What you will eat or need or you will drink, nor what your body, what nor what will know about your body. What you will put on is not life more than food and the body more than clothing. Yes? He said there's something deeper. Verse 26. Look at the birds of the hair, For they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly father feeds them. Can you see that? Who feeds them? Oh. Your heavenly father, right? Do you know he's saying here that he's not the father of the birds? But he's so generous that he can feed the birds. I don't know. Maybe he gets what I because he will have said your father and the father of the bears feed the bears (laughs) he's not the father of the animals for animals were not brought into the holies of holies I want you to know too the spirit of people who have been justified that are brought into the holies of holies look at, he said yes your heavenly father feed these guys Are you not of more value than the boss of the hair? You know there's a place where he says he allowed to fall on the sinners and the saints. Do you remember? Matthew chapter 5, if you read from verse 44. He said, if your father is so loving like this, why can't you love like your father? He feeds the the poor, he feeds everybody. He could have forced all of us to to be born again, but he created us as a free moral agent. Look at the next verse. He said, that you may be sons of your father in heaven. Let, okay. Just leave this place. We are already sons. Glory to God. You know, this, is, this was before he died. Go to Matthew 6. He said, which of you by worry can add one cubit to, to his stature? Yes? Yes? Verse 28. So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field. How they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yes? And he says, and yet... I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Yes? And he says, Now if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not worry saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? Yes? For after all these things the Gentiles seek for your heavenly Father. Someone say, My heavenly Father knows that you need all how many these things do you know your heavenly father knows that you need spouse or there are no singles in this place do you know your heavenly father knows that you need spouse don't act like you don't need one that's why if your spouse is even sitting beside you you will not see because you are acting like your heavenly father does not know that you need spouse when I ask people to give me prayer points, people hardly send me prayer points or spouse because some of them know that I know them, and I know those who can marry them and marry them. Why are you now sending me prayer points? Hey God, open your eyes. Does your heavenly Father knows that you need money? I uh, I know. Everything that you need, your heavenly Father knows. That's why Paul wrote to the Philippians. He said. And God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory. Let's close with Matthew chapter 7, verse 7 to 11. If you are still here, can you say amen? Let's read this together. Everybody read. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. Yes. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks it will be opened. Yes? Or what man is there among you, who, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Yes? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent? Yes? If you then believe, will know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your, your father, who is in heaven, give good things to those? Can you see that? How much more your Heavenly Father? I don't want us to have the consciousness of God being a master. Let's have the, if you have that consciousness, there's something you're always trying to pay. Do. I serve you. Lord, I'm serving you. Lord, I'm doing it. Fathers make provisions without conditions. I hope that is clear. That's everything. We are blessed with our spiritual blessings. Blessed be God. The Father of our Lord Jesus, who is now our Father, who has made everything, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. And so, I just know I'm blessed. I can never be sorrowful another day in my life. I know it. You know why? I have that intimacy with Him. I don't, I don't, I don't listen to me. It's not government is not my provider. Government. Government. Some of you believe in government of some nations as if that is your God. And that's why you are migrating there. Biden can give you nothing. Boris Johnson, I mean, yeah, he's even going, can give you nothing. That is the truth. Edwin can give you nothing. Putin can give you nothing. But there is an heavenly father. Are you getting what I'm saying? I mean, I don't have to mention Buari can give you nothing. Amen. I apologies to the APC in the house, but all of us, all of us know that Buari can give us nothing, according to the Bible. I'm saying it according to the Bible. If I mention Putin can give you nothing, Buari can give you nothing. So I got joy in the Holy Ghost. I know I am blessed. <laughs> are you blessed? <laughs> I know I am healthy. You know, because Father knows that I'm in need of it. There are pandemics in the future that God has insulated me against. There are challenges in the future that God has insulated me against. Some people look at me and say, Pastor, are you are preaching. You will be saying joy. You will be saying, hey, what do we say? And we don't know. You are even going through. and say, Okay. Sure. Forget. Forget. There is nothing, no matter how close. Some of us, well, I won't say you are just emotional. If you get into the, be emotional with God, then you know that there is a father that sits on the throne and there is no storm that can shift him. That seated in heavenly places with such a father, then every trouble on this earth becomes your footstool. Are you getting what I'm saying? Look at your neighbor and say, I'm a winner. Say, I'm more than conqueror. You're not saying it with an attitude. Say it with an attitude of joy. Say, I am blessed. Say, I have a heavenly father. Say, God is my father. Say, because of that, say, I am blessed. I am full of joy. I will never allow devil to tamper with my joy. I will never allow devil to tamper with my body, to tamper with my life. Say I am healthy, I am successful, I am blessed, I am rich, I am prosperous, I got joy, I am free from sin, from Satan, from self, from attack. Say I am free. Are you free? You know what I want us to do now, to just eulogize and bless him. You are going to do some mad, holy ghost, crazy, joyful demonstrations. Are you getting what I'm saying? I know you are well organized in your families. Mad, holy ghost, crazy, joyful demonstrations. Do you get that? If you have lost your earthly father, biological father, can you raise your hand? If you have lost, listen to me very well in case your father is still alive. If you have, if you have, if you have lost your earthly father, raise your hand. Have you, do you know, do you remember when they said, my father was in heaven? Praise the Lord. Do you know what it means to lose a father? If you have lost your e- earthly father, you will know what it means to lose a father. I know what I'm talking about. If he says if your earthly father are evil, the people he said the earthly father are evil, they are good. Oh. They, are, <laughs> they are. I know you are thinking your own father is bad. <laughs> is he good? Oh? That he even recognized with you that he's your father. Though it's not, he has not been there. Is he good? Oh? You know there are fathers that don't want to even know anything about the children. They attack the children if they see the children. But well, ask people that have left, that have lost their father, it's like a part of you has left There are certain counsels you can never get from anybody except from your father. I mean that I'm telling you, I know it's true. I lost him, my father, you don't know. But there is a father that is alive forever. Are you ready to rejoice? Are you ready to rejoice? Are you ready to rejoice? Wait, let's rejoice together. Praise the Lord. Hold it. Let it rejoice together. After all, your father is alive now. <laughs> and you that you have your father alive, there are some of you I know here. One is there. Looking at me. You know what it means. If you lose that man, you, listen. that is why when I tell you you all know your parents now, the first cry you will cry is that you didn't do enough. You will Come on. You will come and ask me and I will knock you. Yeah. That did I tell you. The first cry, you will cry that you didn't do enough. Except if when you were so young. If you not have a proper revelation of fatherhood, this is not a gender matter. I mean, it's not a gender, I mean, Holy Ghost is your mother. <laughs> but you can be consoled with that. But this is not a gender matter. The fatherhood responsibility for every child is to hand over destiny to them. They provision, everything. If you are a young man here, you don't know what you are doing. No it before you get married, though. But once a tide comes, you will know that this is beyond, I love you. Come on, are you victorious? Yeah. Has God gotten you the victory? Yeah. Jump on your feet, just start.